Welcome to Money Tips by Charles Kelly, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Charles spent over 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies, and as a qualified independent financial advisor running his practice before setting up his speaking, consultancy, and property business. Money Tips will help you save, make, and accumulate more money. Whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, employee, or still searching for your vocation. Cryptocurrencies. Are they the future of money or the biggest Ponzi con in history? Ponzi meaning uh, a scheme that just takes in a lot of money and pays out investors with the money that's already there. You may have heard of Bernie Madoff and people like that that uh, just took loads of money in and guaranteed people high returns. But they were basically giving them their, their money back, uh, just, just paying out their money. There was no returns. There was no investment money around. Uh, so what, what the reason I'm asking, um, well, let, let's first start with, with someone called Cretius. Have you heard of Cretius? People used to say as rich as Cretius or like rich as the Rockefellers or as rich as Branson. Well, Cretius uh, was a king who lived in Asia Minor in the year 560 BC. He, he ruled uh, until his kingdom was, was taken by the Persian king Sirius. Um, and he's believed to be the first person to mint a coin from gold. And Asia Minor is now part of, sort of Turkey and that sort of area. Um, and, you know, he apparently he was the first person to mint uh, coins from gold, although sometimes the ancient Romans say that. I, I visited Rome once and I've shown this this ruin of a, a place that, that he called it Monero. Monero, he said, this is where the, the word money comes from, Monero. And it, they claim to have the first money. Uh, but anyway, that, that's another another argument, I suppose. But he did mint his own coin and he 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 controlled money. And why was he so fabulously wealthy? Well, part of the fact that he had gold, but also because he, he minted these coins and he controlled the money in his area. A bit like America or the Federal Reserve. He controlled the money and that's why he became fabulously rich. And he's still known today, you know, thousands of years later as this thing, rich as Cretius. And he was born 500 years BC uh, before Christ. So, you know, it's two and a half thousand years ago that he, he he's still known today. Uh, now, others at the moment want to form their own type of currency and, and then get their control of money and, and the markets. So th- this is this is what's happening now, um, now if if you look at the moment, um, that there are you have China coming up with a digital currency and and other countries looking at digital currencies, but also you have these cryptocurrencies coming up, which which seek to uh, take away the control of money from governments and and organisations like the Federal Reserve and put it in the hands of the people, as they call it. So. Is is a cryptocurrency a currency or is it an investment? Well, well let's look at that. Um, are cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin, the, the most well-known one, um, a real currency or are they, in the words of Warren Buffett, just a, a mirage, a smokescreen? He, he obviously doesn't think that it's a proper currency. Now, Buffett has got it wrong on other technological revolutions. You know, he famously didn't invest in tech companies um and until more recently uh but you've got to listen to someone who's one of the greatest investors ever and one of the richest men in the world in fact he's given away billions of his fortune uh, right now um but 
you know, the, the, as I said, the leading currency, uh, le leading cryptocurrencies is a coin called Bitcoin. And uh, look at this. The price of Bitcoin uh, in, in, in the last five years has risen from $263 to over $10,000. So if you bought a, a one Bitcoin five years ago, it was $263. Now it's $10,000. However, it rose in 2017 to over $17,000. And then in 2018, the year later, it was just over $3,000. And it has also doubled in price since March of this year during this um, uh, financial crisis when people saw it as a, a safe haven, a bit like gold. And some people are saying that it's becoming more of a safe haven than gold. People are, are putting their money in there rather than relying on the fiat currencies like the dollar or the pound or, or whatever, or the euro. Uh, they feel that's safer than the, the money that's controlled by the markets. So what is cryptocurrency? A lot of people say, well, should I invest in cryptocurrency? Well, I think before you invest in anything, you've got to understand it. Um, and I, I don't think a currency should be an investment. If it's an investment, then it's, uh, is it really a currency? I don't invest my money in dollars. You can invest your fund money into a, a fund that's denominated in dollars. But, you know, unless you're a trader in in uh forex or something you don't invest your money and say well i'm putting my money away in in a pension in dollars or, or in swiss francs you know um, so cryptocurrency in in short is a digital asset designed to become the, the the standard medium of exchange where individual coin and ownership records are stored on a ledger uh, in the form of a computerized or many many computers and servers database uh, sometimes known as blockchain. In fact, I've got, I've, sorry, I've got a book here, The Blockchain Revolution. If you read that, it's a very interesting read. It's actually a very good cure for insomnia, if, if you like to read, called The Blockchain Revolution. I'm not pushing the book or anything. I just got it uh, to try and find out a bit more. But blockchain is going to be used in um, many other forms of, of uh, uh, commerce, uh, and, it, and it could become the, 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 the future blockchain of, of a, 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 a way of, safely storing information such as deeds on properties or transactions or or legal contracts or so blockchain is going to grow so that that part of the the cryptocurrency could become the future in in business and commerce so that, that's another another story but but cryptocurrency as i said is this form of um digital currency that, that they expect to be uh that they become the standard in moving money around and paying for things and exchanging. Okay, uh, now the US dollar at the moment is the, the standard world reserve currency. Now that gives America a tremendous advantage uh, because other countries have to change their money into dollars before they can trade internationally. Uh, usually when you buy oil, you know, on, on the standard sort of international markets, you, you, you buy in dollars, everything's denominated in dollars. They say, Gold is in dollars, oil is in dollars, and, and this sort of thing. So, but basically, you know, if if a country, say the Philippines, wants to trade with Iran, or maybe Iran's not a good example, but say they want to trade with Saudi Arabia, then they're probably going to have to buy dollars first and then uh, pay for the oil in Saudi Arabia in in those dollars. That's a simplified uh, version of it, but it does give America a, a huge advantage now. Other countries are not happy with this. That um, they'd like to see America's grip on the market broken. And in fact, China is launching its own digital currency based on its own yuan. And, and this is not 
exactly a cryptocurrency, but it is a digital currency. And China wants to break America's dominance. And, and they think that their digital currency will become the most widely used. In fact, they're selling it and saying, well, you know, people in villages can't move money around very easily. Banks are so expensive. With this digital currency, it will make life much easier for us. And, uh, you know, we, we know that the banks at the moment are trying to get get rid of paper currency, aren't they? They're saying, well, um, you know, if you go into shops and there's a card transactions only um, and, and the banks now, you know, they, they, they don't even like to handle money. You have to when you're going to pay money into a bank, you have to use the machine. And I went in the other day and they said there's only one guy in the bank in the bank. There was one person behind the, the counter. This, this bank probably would have had 30 staff at one time. I, I worked for, for, for NatWest years ago and they used to have a, a branch full of say five or six people, maybe 10, and then 20 or 30 people upstairs processing checks. And, and, and this way, that's all gone. You go into a branch now, there's, there's, you know, last year there would have been say two or three people behind the counter, a couple of people behind, so maybe five or six staff. Yesterday, I, I counted two or three in the branches. One guy saying, right, use the machine to go there, go there. And they don't like serving you at the counter anymore. So you have to put your money into this machine. Well, it, it counted my money wrong. I pressed the button, got the money back, tried again, counted wrong. Eventually, someone came out and said, well, it's the way the notes are folded. Well, these are brand new notes. But anyway, it, it didn't take my money or anything. But what I'm saying is they don't even like to touch the money. You know, they're, oh, no, it might get coronavirus. So the governments and, and the banks are using this coronavirus as a convenient excuse to finally get rid of uh, cash. Uh, you know, handing cash is expensive. Uh, handing hand money, paper money and coins and this sort of thing is, is quite expensive. It's quite it's difficult to move around. People expect they want a bank account here. And the next day, if they want to draw money in Scotland from a machine, they don't expect to be charged for it. You know, so no, why should I pay to draw money in Scotland Scotland, or or tomorrow I'm going to Cornwall? And, and this sort of thing. So uh, it, it's, it's, it always been has been a problem for banks. Um, but personally, I like cash. It gives me a bit of freedom. I think I've got a bit of cash in my pocket. Uh, nobody can take that away from me, well, well, apart from a mugger. But the banks can't mug you and say, well, we're taking that cash away as they could with digital money. And if your money is just digits on a on a statement, on an online statement, you know, that, that, that can be very easily taken away from you. So uh, as I said, China's launching its um, uh, currency. That could be the future, some sort of digital currency. But that's not necessarily Bitcoin. So, so how do you buy a Bitcoin or, or other cryptocurrencies, Ethereum and, and others? There's even one called Monero. Uh, there's lots of, of coins, but Bitcoin has become the dominant one. And, you know, we may see that one of those will become the dominant one. Like the days of early social media, when you had MySpace, Friendster, Friends Reunited. Where are they now? Well, now it's all Facebook. Even Google couldn't really run a proper social network. Um, so maybe Bitcoin will emerge or another currency will emerge as the dominant cryptocurrency. Um, but, you know, Bitcoin's got a, a fairly murky past. It was started by this guy called uh, Santori Nakatashi, Satori Nakatashi, uh, this, this mysterious guy that nobody knows the identity of. People are saying, well, maybe he's not even Japanese. Maybe he is an Australian guy. There's lots of theories as to who this person is. But, uh, it's it's not so you can trace back to to one particular person. So it's got a bit of a funny past, really, uh, and the volatility makes it extremely difficult. Um, now, to, basically, to buy a, a coin, you can go online, you buy yourself a wallet, or you, you you purchase a wallet, or you obtain a wallet, which comes in various forms. It can be a a wallet on your 
laptop or your PC. It can be uh, um, a, a lot of wallet in the cloud, but you know the, the, there there are concerns that this could be hacked into. And if you if you if your wallet is hacked into, your money is gone. There's probably very little chance of ever getting that money back. You can't ring a helpline or say you know can we reverse that transaction as you could with a bank. Your money could be gone. Whereas in a bank account, if someone hacks into your account and takes your money, the bank is usually responsible. Unless of course you've you know put your uh, password out on Facebook or something, but you know th there isn't that security there. Um, so you get this wallet, and then you you basically buy them using your dollars and pounds. So I think to myself, well, this is a currency, but when they they sell you the currency, they want dollars and pounds. Presumably they can go and buy their boats and yachts and and fast cars and houses, but you have to you have to buy it with dollars and pounds. So you're you're just exchanging a dollar for this bit of digital stuff. Um, and, and that to me, that seems a bit, bit, a bit different, you know, a bit bizarre, really, that they want to sell you digital, digital money, but in return, they want your real money. So I think, you know, and it's same when you sell it, you, you get pounds. And if you wanted to uh, transact with digital money, it's very difficult. I mean, I, I don't think it's a practical and real currency. It's certainly not accepted by that the markets in general and, and governments, yeah, you can trade in Bitcoins, but it's not accepted by governments. You can't pay your tax with Bitcoin. You can't go down to your local supermarket and pay for your shopping with, with cryptocurrency. Well, not yet, that is. Um, I think digital currency is maybe a thing of the future, but it's not at the moment. It, it It's not definite. And I, whether it'll be Bitcoin or not, I don't know. Um, you know, and, and if you did accept Bitcoin as a payment, say in 2017, when so you were buying something for uh, or or selling something for seventeen thousand dollars, and someone said, well, "I'll give you one bitcoin." So fine, yeah, that's that's seventeen thousand dollars. But a year later, that 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 bitcoin is worth three thousand dollars. I don't know when it actually dropped, but you know your money could just drop like a stone. Um, so in in that respect, it's not practical. And if if you wanted to buy a car, um, I don't think the dealer would say, yeah, I'll take a Bitcoin. He would say to you, well, go and get your cash, cash in your Bitcoin for real money, and then I'll, I'll sell you the car. And even if he did take Bitcoin, he'd probably then exchange that Bitcoin for, for dollars or pounds. So therefore, it might be a way of moving money around as, as, as in Western Union, um, but I can't see it as a, as a real currency just yet. Uh, and, and there's going to be a lot of technological revolutions before we can go around just Paying, and I know at the moment you're going to Starbucks, and you can pay for your coffee on your phone and that sort of thing, but but not everybody is ready for that yet. I know some countries like Sweden are, are doing away with cash; they're virtually cashless now, and people are chipping themselves with these digital chips and saying, "Oh yes, I can open the door with this my hand, and I can pay for something with my hand." Yeah, yeah, smart. You know, put a chip in your in your brain and see see what Elon Musk wants to do with that. Um, but, you know, let's see what happens. I, th I think the answer is there are many contenders for this uh, crypto and digital currency market. But I think including Libra, Facebook, who are trying to get their, their currency accepted by, by the government, which is not the case yet. Um, but I think there are a lot of powerful contenders in this market, including governments that won't want to relinquish control of money and the control of money because that gives them so much power controlling the money supply. I mean, look what's happening today. Um, how, you know, the, the UK government are spending, I think it's 300 million a month on, on furlough schemes. They're going to spend 300 billion over the year on various schemes to keep us in work or 
keep keep the you know the economy from really going down the pan. And where is that money coming from? Well, the answer is it's just thin air. It's just been printed. It's just been not even printed as on a printing press, but just created digitally and saying there is a hundred billion. There is that money. There is the money for the treasury uh, to to reduce taxes or 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 pay employers, whatever. It's just almost fake money. It's not based on gold or the gold standard like like it was in in the old days when you know uh, uh, your your paper money said you can exchange this for an equivalent amount in gold like the dollar used to be or the pound used to be. The bearer of this money can exchange for for, for gold. It's not like that. It's just paper fiat currency. So in a way, the system is not perfect now, but at least you know that if you've got a pound or a euro or a dollar in your pocket, that 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 is not just going to evaporate tomorrow. Well, who knows with, with what's going on at the moment? Uh, but and we know that we can go and exchange it in a bank. Um, that's not the same if you've got some obscure currency that's not on the the the, the world exchange system. But you know that with with a currency like a dollar, a pound, or or a euro, that you can pretty much exchange that in most countries in the world. You can buy gold with it. You can exchange gold for that money. Uh, crypto, I don't think is there yet. So I, I don't know. I don't think it's a, it's it's a complete con. But I'm I personally wouldn't put my life savings into crypto. It might be worth having a play with it. But you know, it's it's obviously extremely vulnerable, volatile. Other people are saying that it's just going to go up and up and up. But then, you know, that that's not like a currency. It's still not like a currency. It's just like a speculative investment. Okay, so so there you go. You make up your mind. Personally, I like a bit of cash in my pocket. Um, it, it gives me freedom. It makes it more difficult for the banks to to just snatch it away or the government to snatch it away, which they could do if we're, we're completely all digital. Now, the other news today you couldn't have missed is that Donald and Melania Trump have got uh, uh, coronavirus. They've been tested positive. And it's obviously very sad. I mean, many people are outside the White House celebrating and letting off fireworks. But, you know, these are human beings. Uh, you know, you might not like Donald Trump, but he is doing some good in the world. He's he's brokering peace deals with Israel and the Arab countries. He's he's brought, brought peace between uh, uh, with North Korea, um, and and he's not going to war with everyone as previous presidents, including Obama and uh, Clinton, went to war. He he's not a warmonger, and he's he's trying to do good for the U.S. economy. So I, I wish him well. I hope he recovers. Uh, some people are saying that this could affect the markets when when they open, and I'll, I'll just check now what 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 are the markets doing? Um, that they're saying that the when they open when they open in America that the 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 markets in America could fall. Um, so let, let's see what they're doing at the moment. Um, well, they haven't fallen that much. I mean, the Dow Jones is down 0.73. The Nasdaq is down slightly. So. You know, the markets are not panicking too much, but obviously it's coming up to an election. So this could affect the election outcome. Um, we could see a change of government. We, we could see a more left wing government coming into America. And, and that could have implications for the UK because the Democrats party want that they're in favour of the, the European Union. And they're, 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 as Obama said, he was a Democrat, that we would be at the back of the queue literally the back of the queue for any trade deals, whereas Trump is saying we'd be at the front of the queue for for trade deals. So let's see what happens there. But I wish them well. You know, as a human being, whatever you think of it, I, I wish them well. And I, I don't like the idea of celebrating when somebody's sick or, or dies.
So there you go. So that, that's all for today. Thanks for listening. Have a, have a good weekend and stay safe out there and, you know, look after your money. Thanks a lot. This is Charles Kelly. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit moneytipsdaily.com. The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions. 